growing up, the truth didn't really matter to Anwar. Then, all of a sudden, it did. I can pinpoint it down to one moment, and that is when I realized uh, I couldn't lie anymore. I'm Stina Sieg, and this is Defining Moment from KJZZ, where we talk about those experiences that shape who we are. The thing about Anwar Newton and his relationship with honesty now is that he would not have a job without it. He's a stand-up comic, and he has been for four years. For him, that means getting up in front of strangers and telling the truth as he sees it, about the world, about being black, about himself. I've been able to present very, you know, cringeworthy topics to people and they receive it well because they're like, you know what, I feel that way too. Like there's an honesty in it that I, I appreciate. There's honesty that I feel and it's not like, I don't feel wrong for feeling it. Like, cause he feels it too. And now we all kind of relate to this in a way. And that's important to stand up and I think. And without that honesty? It's like, you don't get it. Like there's this, there's this layer of fraudulency you see. And you're just like, eh. You know, I get that these are jokes. I get it's supposed to be funny, but something's off here. This is how Anwar feels at 31. But when he was little, growing up in Baltimore, his relationship with honesty was pretty much non-existent. He was one of four kids being raised by a single mom whose staunch Christian identity just did not square with the fact that she was addicted to gambling. She lied a lot, so I was used to lying. Anwar says for his mom, this lying was out of necessity and self-protection. I can remember a moment where she had furniture from Rent-A-Center, and she wasn't paying the bills, and they came to collect it, and she got all of us up, and we went to the neighbor's house just so we couldn't get the furniture taken away, and I watched as the Rent-A-Center employees just angrily pounded on the door trying to get the furniture. So I was used to lying and deceiving and creating this uh, this perception that really wasn't real. You know, you, not only were, were we lying to the Renaissance employees, but we had this furniture in our house that clearly wasn't ours, and we wanted people to believe that we had all this nice furniture too. Then at 17, Anwar got a job as an au pair for his cousin in D.C. Who was, uh, was an attorney, so she's used to sniffing this stuff out. This stuff meaning lies, like the dumb one that did Anwar in. As an au pair, his job duties included taking care of his cousin's children, doing chores, and running errands. Then one day, Omar's cousin went on a trip with the kids, leaving Anwar home alone with one pretty simple task. She knew he liked the sandwich chain subway, so she asked him to ride one of the house bikes to the nearby subway shop and use her punch card each time he did. Okay, you might remember these. After collecting so many punches, you'd get a free sub. I didn't go to Subway, but I like physically punched all the holes in it. Side note, the company ended its promotion because of widespread fraud. Anyway, Anwar's cousin immediately knew something was not right. And this is how she sniffed it out. And it was such a small lie that came back so big. Um, The only way for me to get to Subway was to ride that bike there. And she went out in the back and she noticed all the caked up leaves and dirt and the non-riding that that bike had done sitting in the back. And she was like, well, how did you, how did you get the Subway if you didn't ride the bike? And I was like, uh, I was like, I rode the bike. She was like, this bike hasn't been written in, in over a month. You know, it was, it was bad. Anwar just tumbled into other lies, saying he'd taken the bus. And his cousin got worried, you know, worried that he'd actually driven her car, which would have been an even bigger problem because he didn't even have a license. And then I was just in this deeper pit. And I had to just come clean. I was like, you know what? I didn't 
I didn't do anything. I punched those holes in it, and I don't even know why I lied about it. And that's when Anwar realized he couldn't lie to his cousin. Quickly, it hit him. Maybe he couldn't lie his way out of things in general. And I was just like, what what do I do? What do I do? I can't lie about anything. Anwar calls this moment the pivot. It sent a wave through my entire way of living. Because if lying wasn't going to work, what other habits and perceptions of his weren't going to work? Having been raised very devoutly uh, Christian, uh, having lied, having this sort of worldview that my mom had fed me, and I literally just put that all to the side. I was able to open up about different ways of living and different sort of philosophies and perspectives on life. Anwar started this journey of becoming his own man, one who doesn't subscribe to the conservative Baptist beliefs he was raised with, one who's come to terms with his mom's gambling addiction. These days, he's honest with people, mostly. Do you still lie sometimes? Uh, I have I, I have a tell where I can't really, like, people can tell now. <laughs> That tell, by the way, is Omar stopping himself mid-sentence and scrunching up his face, looking embarrassed. I'll often just be like, you know, man, this is not right. I've screwed this up. Can you help? You know, this is that honesty I'm bringing through and revealing it to you is really perceived well oftentimes. Being honest is taking that risk to be vulnerable. And that works, Omar says, in comedy and in life. Anwar Newton is a comedian and storyteller who you can see on stages all over Phoenix. Anwar's story was all about honesty, but what was your moment about? If you've got a life-defining experience, I would love to hear it. Send me an email at definingmoment at kjzz.org. For Defining Moment and KJZZ, I'm Stina Sieg in Phoenix.